the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. It is the four o'clock hour on Bob Bernie Live. Thank you. Thank you for joining me. I have uh, two clocks here in the studio. One of them says 506, the other one says 406. I think I'll go by the one that says 406. Anyway, welcome. It's the 4 o'clock hour. Thank you for joining me. My telephone number is 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. I have been trying to find an update on the 17 missionaries from the Ohio Mission Organization that are being held hostage in um, Haiti. Sixteen Americans, one Canadian. And the only story that I can find is this one. I am, well, I started to say I'm amazed at the lack of news coverage. But I guess when I think about it, I'm really not, because these are conservative, Bible-believing Christian missionaries that are being held hostage. And the mainstream media just doesn't, eh, they don't have a lot of interest in people like us. You know what I mean? And I think you do. So I was hard-pressed to find anything about these 17 missionaries that have been held now for three weeks as uh, hostages by a brutal, bloodthirsty gang in Haiti. Finally found this story headline, at least some of the 17 missionaries kidnapped in Haiti are still alive, a U.S. official said. Let me read a part of the story. At least some of the the 17 missionaries kidnapped by the 400 Mawazo gang in Haiti whose leader, Wilson Joseph, has threatened to kill if he's not paid a $17 million ransom, have been confirmed alive, a senior official in the Biden administration says. Uh, An unnamed official told Reuters news agency that the U.S. government has seen proof that at least some Of the 16 Americans and one Canadian are still alive three weeks after being kidnapped while serving with the Ohio-based Christian Aid Ministries in um, Millersburg, Ohio. Uh, And that's it, at least from the government. The U.S. government has basically been silent. Uh, The Haitian government is in complete chaos. Um, And so this is it. The um, ministry, Christian Aid Ministry, has not released a statement for a few days, but their last statement said, and I quote, 
It is now the 21st day since the kidnapping in Haiti took place. The past three weeks have been an intense journey, but God has faithfully carried us and the families of the hostages. We trust he has been carrying the hostages as well. Uh, Though the hostages face difficult circumstances, we pray that God will give them joy and reminders of his faithfulness and goodness. They went on to say, we are working for their return. And many believers around the world are remembering them. Uh, If you'll remember, I think it was the beginning of last week, I read to you a statement by this gang member, and he said, I swear by thunder that if I don't get what I'm asking for, I will put a bullet in the heads of these Americans. He went on, you guys make me cry. I cry water, but I'm going to make you guys cry blood. And uh, they are known as a cruel, bloodthirsty gang. And yes, they have murdered people in Haiti. So all we know is that the U.S. government has received proof that, again, I'm quoting, at least some of the hostages are still alive. Now, I understand completely that the negotiations have to be secret. Um, The proceedings, the attempts, the efforts to try to free them, to rescue them, would obviously be secret. But you would think that the Biden administration, 16 Americans and one Canadian, you would think the Biden administration would be giving updates. You know, like, uh, hey, we can't talk about it, but we're in negotiations. Uh, We're aware. We're working on it. Nothing. So uh, continue to pray for these sweet people. By the way, there are children among the 17, some pretty young children, by the way. So uh, please be praying for these folks. And then there's this in Nigeria, uh, Kaduna State. This is one of the states that I visited with the Bible League several years ago. Uh, This is in northern Nigeria. More than 60 worshipers were kidnapped over the weekend, yesterday, at Emmanuel Baptist Church in Kaduna State, uh, the town Kakawa Daji, uh, which is in Kaduna. Sixty worshipers during a church service were kidnapped. One Christian worshiper was shot dead. Quote, the church was unable to call for help whilst the bandits have reportedly asked for a higher ransom because, <laughs> because they had to travel farther for network service to contact the victim's relations. Can you imagine? Now, these are radical Muslims that blew into a Baptist church in northern Nigeria, kidnapped 60, shot one dead, and then because they didn't have decent cell phone coverage, they're asking for a higher ransom because they had to travel a little further before they could get internet service. Um, 
The chairman of the Christian Association for Nigeria said, quote, We are seriously worried now. Gunmen are gradually approaching the township, he said before this happened. Um, This has been going on in Nigeria for years. I was there, it's been like 11 years ago now since I was there in the same area. We were there with armed guards. Armed guards went with us everywhere we went. And these kind of kidnappings and killings and murders were happening almost daily 11 years ago when we were there. If you're a regular listener, I've told you the story about the town that we went to, 25,000 people, mostly Christian in a Muslim state, completely wiped out. The entire city wiped out. Every house burned to the ground. Every church burned to the ground. And that happened a year before we were there. So that was at least 12 years ago. Thousands and thousands and thousands of Christians have been kidnapped and thousands have been murdered, slaughtered by radical Muslims. And not only has the Nigerian government done nothing, the United Nations and, sadly, the United States has turned a deaf ear and a blind eye. And these kind of things continue to happen. So this was just this past weekend. Sixty people kidnapped from a Baptist church in northern Nigeria. One of the worshipers shot dead. And now they're asking for a ransom. Pray for your brothers and sisters in Christ in Nigeria. Pray for them. Don't forget the persecuted church, please. All right, my number is 877-BOB-LIVE. You are listening to Bob Bernie Live on The Word, AM 880 and 104.5 FM. We'll be right back. Today's news, God's Word, and your thoughts. This is Bob Bernie Live. I don't even know why I'm getting into this. I wasn't planning on it, but every once in a while, I cruise over to the CNN webpage. Uh, Not very often, just because they are so biased. They are so unreliable. I mean, it's, oh, it is so bad. You, you, well, you just can't believe much that you find on the CNN webpage. And so I don't visit it very often. Uh, But every once in a while, I cruise over to CNN just to see what they're saying. And it's hysterical. You would think that Donald Trump was still president. Now, you know, if if you're into politics at all, you know that the whole four years that um, Donald Trump was president, if you went to CNN.com, about three-fourths of the stories on CNN were Trump bad, Trump bad, orange man bad, 
Trump said this, terrible, terrible. He's doing this, illegal, illegal. Impeach, impeach. I mean, like three-fourths of the stories were Trump, and they were all negative. And guess what? Their ratings were really high. And then when Trump was no longer president, well, they quit reporting on Trump. They started reporting on Biden and, and world events and so forth. And their ratings went into the twilight. I mean, seriously, their ratings have taken an absolute nosedive. Terrible, horrible, horrible, horrible. So I think that they're thinking the only way to save ourselves is to attack Trump again. We got to act like he's still president. And so... Like today, there's a whole bunch of things about Trump, Trump, Trump. You know, I just want to say, ah, maybe you didn't hear he's not president anymore. And I just I just think it's kind of uh, entertaining. Uh, this story is bizarre. Many of you are familiar with Project Veritas. That's the organization Uh, headed up by a gentleman by the last name of O'Keefe. James O'Keefe is the one that did the secretly recorded meetings with Planned Parenthood representatives and laboratories that were buying baby parts that, by the way, violated federal law. You you remember all that? James O'Keefe did these secretly recorded meetings, which, by the way, the media has been doing that for years. Sting operations. Joy and I haven't watched Dateline or 2020 or any of that stuff for a long, long time for, for several reasons. But they used to do that kind of stuff all the time. Secret operation. We went into this store. We went into this business with our secret cameras. You know, they've done, you know oh, they're brave journalists. James O'Keefe does that with Planned Parenthood. And laboratories that are breaking federal law and buying baby parts, and the laboratories in Planned Parenthood were not charged with crimes. James O'Keefe was. Remember that? Well, he hasn't gone away. And evidently, back before the last presidential election, they got possession of a diary... From Ashley Biden. Now, we know a whole lot about Hunter Biden, the son of President Biden. To be honest, I don't know a thing about Ashley. I don't. And that's fine. We don't need to. But anyway, James O'Keefe and Project Veritas got possession of a personal diary of President Biden's daughter, Ashley. Now, they say that they someone gave it to them and, and, and so forth. Well, to make a long story short, Project Veritas had it for a while, and then they thought, you know, we didn't get this illegally in any way, but we're just going we're gonna to turn it over to the authorities. So they turned it over 
uh, to the FBI. They turned it over to the FBI. Hey, we, uh, we've got this diary. Supposedly it's from President Biden's daughter, and uh, we thought you should have it. They never published a word out of the diary. Number one, they weren't certain that it was authentic, and they didn't think it would be appropriate because it was private. So they never published it. They never acknowledged that they had it, and they turned it, well, not FBI, they turned it over to police. Well, over the weekend, the FBI raided the office of Project Veritas and the personal home of James O'Keefe all about this diary, which they don't have anymore. They didn't print it, they didn't publish it, and they turned it over to police. Quote, Project Veritas decided not to run any story because it could not verify that the diary actually belonged to Biden. Instead, they alerted the police. Quote, Project Veritas gave the the diary to law enforcement to ensure it could be returned to its rightful owner. We never published it. So the big question is, why did the FBI raid their office and the home of James O'Keefe? Well, the FBI is not talking. But um, you have to wonder if the uh, Biden Justice Department is doing what many people feared that they would do using the FBI for political purposes, maybe to try to strike a little fear into the folks at uh, Project Veritas and James O'Keefe. If that was their purpose, I don't think it's going to work. But it is strange and bizarre. Indeed. Mm. Yeah. Politicizing the FBI? Sure looks like it. All right, quick break. We'll be back. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 